Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to Climb the Ladder for episode 173, presented by Wash Up Network. I'm your co-host, Hunter, and I am back to it solo this week after Duncan is celebrating the birth of his sweet baby girl. Um, I will save the introduction for him, but I am a proud uncle for the first time, and that sweet, sweet baby girl has already blessed all of our lives more than we could ever know, and now my daughter has a cousin after just barely three weeks apart, so that is going to be fun for them. But anyway, um, that's where we've been, and now we are back here with episode 173. Um, We actually had a delay. We had been recording some episodes that we did not upload, and so we did a mass upload for you guys leading up to the World Series, um, as you will hear this one if you tune in right away uh, before the World Series on Friday, October 27th. Um, But here we are, getting back to it. Um, Got a fun, packed show for you guys. And as always, we are brought to you by our sponsor, The Great PNW. So head on over to thegreatpnw.com and use code CLIMB20 for 20% off your order. As always, let's climb the ladder. Well, here we go. Like I said, the... Major League Baseball playoffs are just about wrapped up because the World Series is set. And if it's anything like both uh, championship series went to Game 7, I mean, we've said it here for years now that it does not get better than Game 7. But that was sweet. I mean, both series, everybody thought the Phillies had it. Everybody thought the Astros would go back home and win it. And it would be a matchup of the 2022 World Series. Well, the Texas Rangers and the Arizona Diamondbacks had other plans, and here we are on October 27th, 2023, about to step up to the plate with what is bound to be a thrilling World Series that I don't think anybody expected. I was looking back at the preseason odds, and if anybody would have taken the Arizona Diamondbacks to go to the World Series, it was plus 12,500. So just let let those odds sink in. And um, it, it shows you like, hey, this team's here. Nobody, nobody expected them to be, but they're here. And kind of same with the Rangers playing in the same division, not only just having a couple series with them, but the Rangers playing in the same division, the AL West against the the remaining world champion Astros and having to face them time and time again this whole year. Um, And so the Diamondbacks actually finished with a regular season record of 84 and 78 and the Rangers finished at 90 and 72, which you guys uh, will remember um, if you've been with our recent episodes, that that's where the Mariners were trying to finish and those final games with the Rangers. I mean, they did prove to be a good team. Um, and a better team, I think, than people thought all year. Um, But regardless, they're here, and the World Series is set. So I thought I'd run through a couple exciting World Series headlines that you might not see come across your Twitter feed or your ESPN notifications or um, Fox Sports or whatever app you get your little banner notifications from. But I thought I would throw some fun ones in here that I came across that um, just leading up to the series is is kind of cool to look at. So, um, notable player for the Texas Rangers, Corey Seager is back to the World Series 
um, after last time going as a Los Angeles Dodger. So he went with the Dodgers in 2020 and he won. Um, and so he does have one ring under his belt. Um, but now he's back as a Ranger and he does have a pretty good shot. Um, well, I mean, we'll see. He brings a lot to the team. He was fortunate to be traded um, in just a, a great uh, trade package with the Dodgers. And um, just as Texas started spending money and they had their new stadium, and um, it's like, hey, let's give it a shot. And he found himself there, you know, just barely three years later. So um, pretty crazy to think about people going um, – that close together on different teams. Um, another another headline um, from the Texas Rangers. Let me pull this one up. And Texas Rangers manager Bruce Bocce, 68 years old. He's one of the uh, oldest managers uh, that's actively coaching in the league. Um, and actually back-to-back years with Dusty Baker taking the Houston Astros in 2022. And after the Astros lost this last series, Dusty actually announced his retirement. Um, So Bruce is one of the oldest uh, remaining. Um, But for these guys with just so much experience, you know, 20, 30, 40, touching on 40 years of experience with playing time and coaching experience, um, taking these teams to the World Series and getting to literally the highest level is crazy. Um, His first year in Texas was this year that um, people were like, man, like they've spent all this money. Texas isn't isn't doing so hot. They bring him in. Um, It's his first year back coaching after a three-year sabbatical. Um, And he has led the uh, San Francisco Giants to uh, three World Series. So this would be his fourth ring. Um, But dating all the way back to 1998 with that electric Padres team, um, one of the best in history, really, looking back at it. Um, He managed the Padres in the World Series, um, but they fell short and did not end up with a championship in that one. Um, But crazy to think that in just five years that he was with the Giants he led him to three World Series so he has the track record for success he's proven it um, and you know see what happens but crazy for him such a career um, and to come back and find his space with the Texas Rangers and be able to um, kind of give them the momentum that they needed and uh, just get him to this point um, and now a couple for the Diamondbacks Um, one that I thought was really cool and crazy when you think about it. So Evan Longoria, um, he was with the Rays for the good first chunk of his career. Um, and now he's on the Diamondbacks, but he, uh, first went to the world series in 2008 as a rookie with the Tampa Bay Rays. Um, and they ended up losing to the Phillies that year. He was only 23 years old as a rookie um, in 08, and now he is 38 years old and maybe coming up on his last season. Um, But he is the first position player ever um, 
and only the fourth big leaguer ever to return to the World Series after that many years of a gap, which is just crazy. I mean, you see pitchers, um, the longevity of their careers and having Tommy John surgery and things like that. Um, you know, they can extend their careers and maybe maybe end as a reliever or whatever it is. Um, but the first position player to, to go that long, uh, different teams, and then to find his way back is, is pretty cool. Um, another one that I had to throw in here, um, I actually had to dig for this stat a little just because I knew I had to mention our guy uh, as a uh, happy and disappointed and loyal Mariners fan all at once, Paul Seawald. Um, talk about a turnaround for him. I mean, we were so devastated to lose him as a Mariner, and we can see we can see why, rightfully so, because now he, after being traded in July at the deadline to the Diamondbacks, we didn't know what we were getting out of him. We're like, what the heck? He found his spot, and um, he solidified himself as a necessity for the Diamondbacks. Um, in just eight games in the postseason, um, Seawald has yet to allow a run, and he's recorded six saves and 11 strikeouts across only eight innings, which is just wild. I mean, he comes in, gets the job done. That's what we love so much about him in Seattle, um, you know, in the last two or three years that we had him. Um, just to see what he brought to the team, what he brought to what has been kind of a lack of bullpen, of closers, and, you know, people are in and out in a year or two. Um, but obviously what he's doing works, and um, they were talking with his hitting coach, which the, with the pitching coach, um, and he said, oh, yeah, he used to kill us when he was in Seattle and I was in Houston. Um, guys would come back to the bench and say, man, I, I can't hit. It's on me. It's on me. And... Um, his pitching coach, Brent Strom, would say, it's only 91 miles per hour. And that's when you realize like what he's doing. Um, when Seawald went from the Mets to the Mariners, um, you know, totally relocated his fastball instead of um, down and away. It was like, hey, let's bring it up and let's just, let's just throw it at their gut and see what happens. And obviously the Diamondbacks saw value in that. Um, it was that three to one trade at the deadline that the Mariners experienced, and yeah, we filled a couple position player uh, roles that that we might have been missing, and um, but good for Paul. I mean, good for the Diamondbacks as a whole. Um, just these tough series too um, that nobody thought. I mean, with at the end down the stretch, no road games being won either. Um, just crazy to to look at that playoff run and see how it all happened. Um, you know, the uh, right out of the gate, the Phillies beat the Diamondbacks um, to take a 2-0 lead, 3-0 lead. Um, they were up, uh, let's see, it was 2-0 lead against the Diamondbacks, and then the Diamondbacks go home and they won two out of three to bring the series three to uh, Phillies, went back on the road, um, and like I said earlier, took it to game seven, and the Diamondbacks won the final two games, six and seven, in Philadelphia, which is just crazy. And then on the other side of the coin, 
Same thing with the Rangers uh, going to the Astros. It was, um, I mean, a battle the whole series, and then to end in Houston, nobody thought that the the reigning champs would lose those final games at home. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially after that series, um, Texas won the first two, uh, kind of in the same vein as the NLCS. Um, Astros won the next three uh, to go up 3-2, and then the Rangers um, tied it up in game six in Houston with a statement win, uh, 9-2, and then they won the final game 11-4. They were up, what was it? The Rangers were up eight runs, I think, in the uh, in the fourth inning of game seven and just kept their foot on the gas and never looked back. Um, so just crazy. It's so cool that we're here. Um, this is the last episode of, uh, October, 2023, but we always say that October is the best time for sports. Um, you know, world series is set. We'll get the first couple games in October and, um, you know, we're not quite through the halfway point of the NFL season. NCAA is really starting to shape up. And for all you NBA fans, you know, that's happening at the same time. So um, just an electric time in sports. Um, But we will leave this one a little bit on the shorter end today as we wanted this one to be World Series focused. And we'll be back together to give a World Series update next week. But uh, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, Hunter here coming to you by myself as, uh, again, Duncan soaks in his time with his brand new baby girl and his wife Mandy Um, so just giving them their time and um, go ahead and catch up on episodes 170 171 and 172 and uh, without anything else this has been episode 173 as always let's climb the ladder